text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is primarily our gospel reading for today from Matthew chapter 14, and especially these words. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. When I was a student in seminary studying to be a pastor, I had the opportunity one spring break to go to Florida and to help lead a week of vacation Bible school events in different locations. We joined with churches down there that were seeking to get the gospel message out, primarily among the migrant farm workers that were there harvesting the strawberry crop. After doing all those vacation Bible schools during the week, at the end of the week, we had planned for a grand feast. We hosted a meal, we invited all the kids throughout the week to come and to eat and to bring their families with them. The food was all prepared, and we were ready to serve. The only problem is that a lot more people came than was expected, or at least it seemed at that time. Of course, it was not the people themselves that were the problem. That's what we had been praying for all week. But there was that question of whether the food that we had would be enough for everyone that was coming. We were sitting there by this pot of chicken covered in a savory sauce. And I'll never forget that me, being the seminary student, there teaching the kids all week about faith in God, was standing next to a laywoman who was actually doing the serving of the chicken. She worried, too, about whether we had enough chicken for all of the people that were coming. But her action showed forth her faith. Even as she served that chicken, she mumbled a simple prayer under her breath. Jesus, make more chicken. Every time I think about it, I am still humbled by her simple faith. Now, did Jesus miraculously make more chicken that day? Truth be told, I really couldn't tell you. I can tell you that everyone was able to eat, whether that was by the planning of the people who maybe at the last minute had ordered more chicken, or whether God actually multiplied the chicken, who knows? It really wouldn't have mattered to the people that ate much that day anyways. They would simply know that they came forward and received from this simple woman a piece of chicken onto their plate, a piece of chicken that we made clear to tell everyone was ultimately theirs because God loved them. That woman modeled the childlike faith that Jesus so often lauded throughout his ministry. When that need arose, she did not rely first and foremost on her own ability to provide something. She trusted in Jesus. She knew that if there was to be an answer in that situation, it would come from Jesus. God would provide it. He would do so in his own way, but he would be the one who would do it. 
And so while the rest of us were scrambling in our minds to figure out how we might solve the problem, she continued to mutter her simple prayer. And God, he did provide that day. Again, no one knows how, whether it was through a last-minute decision to buy more chicken the day before, or whether it was literally by multiplying the chicken in the pot. But everyone ate and was satisfied. Today we have set before us that familiar account of Jesus feeding the 5,000 with five loaves and two fish. And while certainly we never want to lose the simple fact of the miracle that Jesus did that day, turning a little bit of peasant's food into a feast for 5,000, today we also want to stop and realize how this story really reminds us about how God provides for us every day. Yes, this account of Jesus' true God feeding the 5,000 actually shows us how he feeds us all the time, whether our need is for body or for soul. So let's put the basics out there about how all this works day by day. You see, living in this world as we do, we often find ourselves in great need. Sometimes we're literally hungry. Other times we're in need of comfort. Still other times we are burdened by our sins. The people in our text were out in the wilderness without any way to put food into their stomachs. God had compassion he does for us as well. He feeds us day by day. Sometimes he does so by placing food into our mouths. Other times by placing a friend into our lives. And other times by giving us the forgiveness of sins and delivered into our ears and our mouths. He looks around. He sees the resources he has on earth. And truth be told, at first, they're often not stellar in and of themselves. The inexpensive food that could fill the stomach looks a little questionable. That person who he might send to comfort you has also been known to frustrate you. And that pastor that he has is sometimes tired and not nearly as disciplined as he ought to be. In our text, a boy had two simple fish and five loaves of bread. Jesus had 12 apostles that just never seemed to understand what he was doing. But that kind of thing never stops God. The fact that the resources don't look all that great. No, instead, he takes those resources and lifts them up to God for their blessing. He did that in our text as he took that fish and that bread and prayed that God would bless it. Yes, God provides and we are fed. That food that we question turns out to fill us just fine. That friend turns out to be just the listening ear that we needed. Our conscience finds the peace that it wanted. Yes, in our text, those 5,000 men, not to mention women and children, are filled and filled to their full. And yes, miraculously, when God provides, there's leftovers. More leftovers than he began with resources. 
Yes, you are not only fed, but you're able to welcome in that neighbor kid who looks like he could use a meal. Strengthened by your friend's conversation, you're able to provide comfort to someone else. Leaving here with the forgiveness of God, you're free to go out and heal old wounds. That is how it works, or at least how God intends it to work. This is how God feeds us body and soul day by day if we do not get in the way. But unfortunately, sometimes we get in the way. Sometimes in that moment of need, we just think that things are truly hopeless. We know that it might take a miracle, and quite frankly, we're not confident that God will provide it. We can doubt God's promises. We can think that the resources around us aren't enough to meet the need. We can end up just despairing, rather than placing our hope in God alone. We can end up treating God as if he is powerless to provide what we need. Yes, the disciples said to Jesus, send the crowds away to go into the villages and to buy food for themselves. Sometimes we echo their lack of confidence. Other times, I suppose, it is that God provides and we forget that it was him who did the providing. We forget that that food we brought at the grocery store or the friend that we met in high school or that nutty pastor that stands in front of us, they were all sent by God himself. You know, many of the 5,000 that ate that day probably had no clue that a miracle had occurred. They simply knew that the apostles had brought around this meal which filled their belly. In fact, we're told in another gospel that Jesus had to rebuke some of these same people because they started following him around just to get another free meal instead of truly understanding that God Almighty had provided for them that day. And sometimes we share their misunderstanding. We forget that the simple ways in which God gives us things are in fact his ways of giving us things. Yes, God does miracles all the time to feed us in every way. As we see and will see soon, he brings forth zucchini after zucchini from just one seed. Not to mention a bunch of other things, which some of you might find a little more tasty. He gives us family and friends. How? By literally creating them in the womb of their mothers. And today, he has promised to make the very body and blood of his son Jesus present here in the bread and wine that we have placed upon the altar. And yet, almost all of those things will always come your way in a way that will shield the actual miracle from our eyes. Those zucchinis, they're going to find their way into your car by the hand of a gardener who can't find one more recipe to use them in. And that friend that is going to come, they're just going to show up one day at an event that you didn't even know they would be there at. And the body and blood of Jesus, well, it'll simply pass from my hand and the elder's hands into your mouth. It will all seem so simple, but it is all the way that God miraculously feeds us. So don't let the way in which God feeds you distract you from the fact that he is feeding you day by day 
body and soul, with everything you need. For you are in the wilderness of this life. You have many needs. And Jesus has promised to provide. Yes, God's call went out through the prophet Isaiah many years ago, but is just as true today. Listen to this wonderful invitation that God gives to you. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend for that which is not bread? And why do you labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear, come to me here, that your soul may live. Jesus comes to you today to feed you. To feed you and to feed all the hungry that have gathered here. There is no cost because Jesus has already paid the price on the cross for the buffet of blessings that he pours out in your life each day and for that feast that he will serve forever beginning on the last day. Today his forgiveness is served to you for those times when you have doubted God's promises to provide and also for those times when you have forgot that he has already provided. So today hear the invitation and come. Come and eat. Come and drink. Jesus has made everything you need available to you at no cost. And he serves it now to you in this place. Amen.